It is time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Lots to talk about this morning, especially inflation and that new inflation number that's out. Good morning, Vaughn. Uh, good morning, Simi. Yes. So what is it? 6.7%. Yeah. And that's not good, whether it's the provincial government or the federal government. Yeah, that number is going to land with a thud in the uh, government's negotiations with the public sector unions. The New Democrats thought the unions were excessive when they were asking for 5% to keep up with inflation. That now looks like a lowball number. Now, I mean, I realize it's only one month numbers and all that, but Really, uh, 6.7%. The unions say they think they need 5% uh, this year and next year to keep up. And the government's been offering so far mm, roughly what the unions settled for in pre-inflation days. It's around 2% a year for each of three years and a $1,000 signing bonus and uh, the lead union in all these negotiations, the BCGEU, has declared an impasse. They're not even willing to talk about those kind of numbers. So this is a big challenge facing the New Democrats this year, and I not much doubt out there, Simi, if they want settlements this year, they're going to have to put a lot more money on the table than they've offered so far. Do you think there's um, waiting going on here to kind of see what the numbers are every month? I, there's a couple of things going on. One is what you suggest, that the official line about inflation, and we've heard this from the federal government as well, is this is temporary. It's it's supply chain issues, it's Ukraine, it's gasoline prices, and uh, it's going to shake out and it's not going to stay at this level for very long. Well, we'll see if, you know... Uh, you're, if you're negotiating on behalf of your union and you ex know your members expect you to look after them and that they won't stand for what looks like a pay cut, um, I don't know if you're going to take the government's word on that. And increasingly, I mean, every month we've been hearing for a year, Simi, that, hey, it's, you know, this is going to level off. This is going to level off. It's not. The numbers are getting worse. And in the United States, in fact, I think it's at the moment running higher than that. So, you know, I think we got so used, Simi, to uh, the post-inflation era where nobody ever really thought exactly. about inflation. And these are the worst numbers in 30 years. Post that I think there's an era. expectation. Well, this can't go on. Well, you know... Uh, you're too young, Simi, but I That's lived nice. through That's inflation nice <laughs> where I had to renegotiate my mortgage and the interest rate was 14.5%. And it was that high because the Bank of Canada was trying to drive down inflation. It was trying to deal with a nightmarish inflation. So I don't know, like, is this going to stop with the little increase we got, uh, you know, little by comparison, increase we got from the Bank of Canada? Or is this, have the government's lost control of this? I don't know the answer. Yeah, that's the good, that's the big question there too, I think. And that increase in mortgage rates too is going, increasingly that is going to come, I think, as a shock to a lot of people who I'm sure have a variable interest rate that they've signed up for. Yes, and Simi, it is going to come as a shock to governments because they've been borrowing and spending like it's almost free money for so long. They've been running up debt provincially, federally, uh, and again, predicated on, well, you know, the inflation isn't much. I mean, here in B.C., um, uh, here, sorry, the interest rate isn't much. Here in B.C., the 
the provincial debt is still eating only about mm, four cents on the dollar of revenue uh, to pay the interest on the debt. But that's with very, very low interest exactly, rates. Exactly, yeah. You know, governments can b- borrow at better rates than any of us, right? But still, eventually, uh, if the interest rates keep going up to shake out inflation, governments are going to be paying a lot more in interest as well. Other announcement that we wanted to talk about this morning, too, had to do with the um, certification of internationally trained nurses. That was a big announcement yesterday. It was a big announcement, and it was a real eye-opener. For years, you know, we've been collecting anecdotes. We've heard anecdotes about how hard it is for foreign-trained nurses to get licensed to practice as nurses here in Canada. And we've heard stories about Canadians who've gone abroad and gotten educated in a country that has at least as high medical standards as we do. And then they come back here and it takes forever. Well, yesterday, the provincial government came out and, you know, it was a very good briefing. They basically confirmed, Simi, that it's even worse than we imagined. All those anecdotes we've heard are just anecdotes, but the government says, yeah, it can take years and thousands of dollars, even for a Canadian trained foreign to become licensed to practice as a nurse here in British Columbia, and the government is going to try to change that. Oh, that's the key though, right? Like this is to try to help with the kind of staff shortage, the crunch that they've got going on. But how are they streamlining this process? Well, they're trying to do three things. The first thing is they're trying to collapse some of the approval processes into a single process. So they're kind of going, trying to go, they call it triple approval. But basically what they're going to try to do is make sure that you don't have to go through it three or four times. You can do it once. The second thing they're doing is they're putting a lot of money down, um, $9 million dollars to as bursaries to finance foreign trained nurses to go through the process. So that's a lot of money, a lot of help, and people have been paying up to $16,000 and no guarantee you're going to get licensed. So that's a biggie. And the other thing they're doing, which I think is important, is they're going to start advertising. They're going to say, you know, instead of the message we've been giving in the past, which is we don't want you here, Uh, go somewhere else, and people have been going somewhere else, Uh, they basically want to spread the word that, hey, no, we're doing what we can to get you here. We want you. We're doing what we can to get you here. All that is very, very encouraging. Uh, The other thing I thought was quite encouraging yesterday, Simi, is uh, the Nurses Union and the regulator, the College of Nursing in the province, both there with the health minister, Adrian Dick, saying, hey, we want this, we support this, we need this. That's good. So now, can they do the same thing for doctors? Uh, very good question. It'll be tougher for doctors. I think the barriers are higher. The regulatory processes are more comprehensive. Um, the health minister said he's working on it. You know, I think they're serious about wanting to do that as well. I think the intentions are there. I mean, there has been a shift here. You know, we've, again, you hear stories from the past. In fact, there was a caller to NW yesterday that said he's a a skilled uh, construction worker from Alberta who came here and had to relicense for absolutely every piece of machinery he was licensed for. That's just a barrier that's thrown up 
to discourage construction workers to come from Alberta and work here. So we've had these kind of barriers for a long time. There may be language problems. There may be issues about training. But we've also been in a protectionist mode for a long time. I think the shift here is an awareness now that, hey, we need workers from elsewhere. We need trained people from elsewhere, nurses. We need doctors. And based on what happened yesterday, Simi, I would be encouraged that the government is taking the challenge seriously. And I think Adrian Dix wants to move forward on that one as well. Okay, so you're saying there's probably a lot going on behind the scenes here. Yeah, yeah, I think there is, you know. And again, uh, they lined up uh, the nurses' union and full credit to them for supporting this. I mean, you know, you think in the past, well, you know, why would the nurses' union want a whole bunch of nurses coming from elsewhere? Well, the answer is they do. There's a shortage of nurses. And look, if a nurse from somewhere else or a nurse from here that went somewhere else and got training and came back, they're going to join the nurses' union as well. So it doesn't change the membership of the union, but it does show, I think, an attitude outward that is going to help a lot, and I give them full credit for going for it. All right, we'll see what happens next with doctors then. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.